Welcome to the Happy Place, aka the Madhouse, aka Madhouse Podcast, episode 291. This is your captain speaking, along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, and El Jefe, Moses Marquez. We are three out of four this week, just like last week, but it's a different three out of four. But anyway, I digress. Gentlemen, there's a lot going on. There is. Uh, our 300th episode is nine weeks away. Promo Series 5 is six weeks away. There's three weeks remaining in the Promo Bowl, but before we get to any of that, tomorrow night the WWE Draft begins, although technically we've seen a lot of people move around in recent weeks anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, we've seen Bray Wyatt on Raw, and now we're going to see him and Kevin Owens on SmackDown, The Fiend. Do you think Bray Wyatt's going to go to Raw, or do you think he's going to go on SmackDown? A lot of people have been debating that. Or they could do a thing where The Fiend is on SmackDown and Bray Wyatt's on Raw because you know the split personality. Honestly, I don't care who goes anywhere so long as they keep the champions where they are. I I don't need to see the U.S. and Intercontinental Champions swap places again. I don't need to see the Universal title change colors again. I hear you. I mean, if anything, move the tag team champions to the same show, and then you've got to unify them. That works for me. I've been with that for a while. Like when Carlito and Primo were the unified tag team champions, the first ever unified tag team champions. Yeah, it was so stupid when they were carrying all four belts around. (laughs) 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 Getting through customs in the airport. How many guys, how many belts have you guys won? Well, we it's technically one, technically but one all, belt. it comes out of four. Yeah. <laughs> Counts as four. Imagine having to tell that story at every airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's well, the money in the bank? Yeah. <laughs> well, we also do know now that Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, they kind of planted the seeds for a long time ago, and if I, I mean, I don't know if people are giving WWE too much credit, saying that they were planning this since the hacker gimmick. Probably not. They just well, realized, I mean, oh wait a minute, we can connect the dots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They put the connect the dots, like you mentioned. You can you could kind of incorporate something how he was the hacker, and because he's doing his symbol, and they could do the truth shall be heard. They could do something where they can tie it in. Yeah, what's really annoying me is people comparing it to Dark Order because Ali's holding his hand up, oh. which he's been doing for years. Shut the fuck up. Fuck up. up. <laughs> Um, but let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Um, well, I say it's a very good place to start. We kicked off row with story time with Randy. Just for the inevitable Hell in a Cell challenge. You know what he wanted him to do? You want to know what he, you know what he wanted him to do, Des? Who, 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 who wanted what to do? Drew McIntyre wanted Randy Orton to stand up. Be a man, Randy. Find stand up name. for Hell in a Cell. Stand up for hell in a I love I love the meme of Drew McIntyre. It just sums up twenty twenty. You know, from the twenty twenty four documentary when he goes, WrestleMania was happening, I was in the main event, everything was going great. Thumbs up. Yep. And then COVID happened. It's <laughs> very true. Uh, um It was a good it was a good documentary too, by the way. Not the Yes, it was a brilliant God, documentary. They um, also Cut out the whole fact, like, they cut out his NXT run where he got hurt. They just went straight to the main roster. You know what else they they cut out? What? Stand up for professional wrestling. Stand up. They went right to ICW. (laughs) Mark Dallas, I run the fucking show. But we didn't talk about Impact. (laughs) But they got ICW. 
Oh yeah, yeah well, they you know they they're partners with ICW now. But um, when he made his return to ICW, they cut out the fact that it went Drew Galloway. And here we here we fucking go. <laughs> well, I mean that was a boss return. Yes. Scotland went ape shit. Did I tell you something? My dad made me laugh about that because the ICW part goes out. He goes, "Man, that's a small fucking ring," and I'm like. Yeah, that's how they do it in ICW. But they filled the hydro. Yeah, the hydro fucking is awesome. For friggin' fear and loathing, yes. We filled the hydro. The hydro, we filled it, yeah. It was nice to see such a close bond between McIntyre and Nicky Cross and Killian Dane and uh, the Scottish-Irish wrestling community. That also brings me to my other point. Watch NXT UK if you don't, people, because it's some good shit. Um, I, I know, I mean, if, if anybody should, I should. I would have yeah, thought it. Yeah, I mean, I've never really followed it that closely because I never really got much chance to go to many UK indie shows, so I don't know many of these people any more than you guys do. Kaylee Ray is the champion. Oh, I know Kaylee Ray. I've met Kaylee Ray. Kaylee, well, you lucky bastard. Um, <laughs> funny story, then. So in the lineup for British Boot Camp, they had all the guys there. Um, Mark Andrews, Kaylee Ray, Grido. Um, no, I think they were, in a, they were in a different set. Yeah, they were the year before. Uh, so I've got the TNA world title replica, which I uh, actually sold last year. My bad. But, you know, I, I used the money to buy the big gold belts. So win-win. Um, so I give it to her to hold, and she reacts with... My God, it's heavier than the real ones. <laughs> yeah, and I've been carrying that thing around for hours. Um, Drew promises to beat up Randy Orton in every building they're in together until hell in a cell. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Hold on a minute there, Drew. I don't think you're going in any other building. Well, that's very true, yeah. You're, you're kind of stuck in uh, the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Which brings me to the point that I brought up in RWT and Max. How the hell are they going to get the Hell in a Cell in there? I don't know, bro. Like, I know I think it was Tyler who said they can raise the scoreboard, but all those lights on the side, aren't they attached to the scoreboard? I reckon. This will be very interesting. I mean, you can't pre-record them because of the Thunderdome fans. True. They didn't think this one through. Do they ever? Unless... Which I highly doubt. They go the Impact Wrestling route of having every single match in a Hell in a Cell, which would just be overkill. It works with a steel cage, not with Hell in a Cell. Especially with that shitty visibility with a red fucking paint. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Natalana and Zelina versus Asuka, Mandy and Dana. Clean win for Mandy. Obviously, they're pushing her. And obviously they're still punishing Lana, who receives, I think it was a third Samoan drop through the announce table yes. from Nia Jax. And you know why? Um, you know why? Because you can shove that brass ring up your ass. Because Miro won't shut the fuck up about the WWE. I mean, it's not like she was very valuable in the first place. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, no disrespect. She She's never been anything hey. special in the wrestling ring. Jazzy Dangerously, you're challenging on your inner Justin Timberlake. No disrespect. You don't mean no harm. I see what you did there, Dazzy Dangerously. I just want a rocket band. 
Now rock your body, please think it's me. Yes. Uh, I will now cleanse myself after doing that impression. Excuse me, Mr. Justified over here. Ain't nobody love you like I love you. Gonna start dancing right, Let's go and talk about stores? car and beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, all I gotta say is, yeah, Lana really isn't, like, valuable. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. They're trying to do something with Hurt Natalia. And I gotta tell you something. I already hate it. I hate the boat. The friggin' boat. Even though I love me some Natalia, I hate the name The Boat. And it's all about is the Is that hashtags. what they're calling They're like every teenage girl in America that won't have self-respect for themselves. They want to have the validation of their peers. And it makes me sick. Is that what they call themselves? The boat? The boat! She's the boat! Well, push the boat out. Uh, don't tip the boat over, rock the, rock boat, the boat, as ages. No, stop, stop me singing cheesy 80s songs. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Moses, comment um, on this, man. Oh my god. Um no, because I didn't watch Raw and from the sounds of it, thank God. Oh you oh, wait, hold on a minute. What? So Lana went through a table again, there was a six man tag again and there was a rematch. What are you trying this week? You didn't watch Raw either? Monday was one of those one of those what is it uh, how could I put this in a nice way? It's one of those like gotta focus on the retro days. Ah. And I was because we're we have a lot coming up when it comes down to retro. We we have a show we're calling the uh, the, the Nitro Sandwich, where we're actually going to review three shows in one episode, but it's like mm-hmm. two Nitros and a Raw, so I call it the Nitro Sandwich. Anyway, um, so yeah, I really didn't see jack shit about this. I keep hearing the meme though that fucking every time I turn around, Lana gets put through a table. It's fine <laughs> with me. Um. I mean, overall, it wasn't a bad show. It was one of those rare occurrences where it got better as it went along rather than the other way around. That's true. And listening, to Moses, and listening to Moses talk about the Nitro special, I'm going to say this, man. Are you going to have the hoagies? Are you like, aren't you little Marie from the used to work at the Italian hoagie shot? You used to be at the <laughs> Italian hoagie little Marie? shot? Are you little Marie? No. No, no hoagies. <laughs> Sorry. And man. then Rocky Four comes along. Well, you ain't so little anymore. Yes. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. I got one other thing to say. It's all right. It's all right. No, little Murray. That ain't all right. <laughs> uh, um, what happened next? Drew Gulak. Not Randy, as Truth pointed out. <laughs> all right. All right. People you want to explain this that. one? <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Because he's friggin' dressed in like the hoodie and he, and he goes after our truth the whole nine and then they're back by where the garbage is and Randy then he gets back dropped to the garbage. But he thought he looked like Randy Orton because Randy Orton was just as the janitor last week, but it wasn't <laughs> Randy Orton. And then Tozawa got involved. You! And then they all fought. And then he took a back. They all fought in the garbage pail and somehow truth came back with the title. I want to know how the ref counted the pin when he couldn't see who was on top of who. Oh, it was hogwash, and you knew our truth was going to come out with the damn title. <laughs> He's just like, okay, where the hell did they go? Let's just slap the side of the dumpster three times. The friggin', the, the friggin trash bags are flying. I'm going to make a count. Also, okay, who's the one standing, Archer? You're in a dumpster, so it's not a flat surface. How can you pin the shoulders down? Hey, man, if it worked for Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, hello. <laughs> There's people in there, damn it. There's people in there, damn it. <laughs> Um, they planted the seeds kind of early on for the Hurt Business as uh, MVP made an offer to Apollo Alley and Ricochet. I mean, it appeared at first that Ricochet was considering it. Um, of course, later on, he just 
proved he was playing possum. Yeah, yeah. Trolling MVP. I enjoyed that group. Y'all must have been fooling. You think you know I'd be fooling you, psych? You think I'm enjoying the purposes? Ha ha ha! That's pretty much what he did. He did do. <laughs> but he was like, ha, psych! I got you, fooled you. Oh yeah, finger popping. No, he ain't. He ain't joining, man. He ain't joining. He don't want none. He don't want. None. He, don't he, want he might have to reconsider now after after our lead joint well revealed himself no. as the leader of Retribution. He wants to know what's going on with his fam. He ain't even the street prop. He's like, what's up, fam? Why are you joining the Retribution, fam? Why are you turning on me? All I got is Apollo. He's got AO Apollo. Well, now now we've got enough people for Survivor Series. So there's four members of the Hurt Business, and now there's four male members revealed in Retribution. There you go. Um, I, I'd say four male members. There may only be one female member now. It, there's rumors that Mercedes has been dropped already. Oh, that blows, because she has such talent. Are they going to put her back on NXT? I mean, it, it comes from social media, mostly. Um, yeah. they, uh, Ali posted pictures of the members and, you know, the reasons for why they joined Retribution, and they laughed out Mercedes. Ugh. So, don't know what's going and, on there. You know what it is, too? I mean, when you have the 4-on-4, four four, you know what made the turn for me with that segment? The facial of MVP and all of them when they figured oh, realized yeah, yeah. MVP and Shelton sold it like troopers. Yep. <laughs> Shelton's like the fuck. They did the Tim Allen home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, that's not what. Hold on, wait a minute. If you're gonna do it right, that's not what he said. He went, get him. And I'm like, where did that deep voice come from, Ali? Freaking always talking about, you know, the truth and the light and all this. And then all of a sudden, get him! And I'm like, oh! He freaking sounded like every rock song on the bridge. Oh! I thought I was listening to Escape the Fate. Oh! Oh, let's forget about it. Hey, Friggin' smooth. you'd be surprised little guys can have deep voices. I mean, look at Senji, Loki. Agent 47. Agent 47, I am going after the and I am going after the Intercontinental Championship. Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> that means I won NXT. And now I'm going for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes. Um, sometimes little guys don't have big voices, a la Rey Mysterio, who... <laughs> Which brings us to the next segment, because we're still going on with this Murphy Rollins Mysterios thing. Murphy oh. gave Rollins a deadline to apologize to Aaliyah. <clears throat> Hold on. He yelled it like Eric Young. Murphy, you have till 10 p.m. to say you're sorry. Say you're sorry. He friggin' turned into Eric Young. <laughs> Everybody's turning into Eric Young lately. <laughs> Eric Young. Uh, I mean, first of all, we had the tag team match. Um, Dominic teaming up with Ambeto again. And Murphy just getting the pin with a vicious knee strike in midair. Well, that was that was great storytelling too, because it's just like, all right, man, you don't need me. I think you need me, man, because that knee strike was perfect, right on the mark. And also, I'm gonna say this right now: I want to see some more Dominic and Umberto as a team. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ju- well, yeah, just just end this feud. I'm I'm done with the Mysterios versus Rollins and Murphy now. <laughs> I was done with Andrade and friggin' Angel Garza against the Street Profits, and now they finally split them up. Yeah, quietly, off TV. Yeah. Dumbasses. Assholes. 
assholes. But I wasn't like as big as everybody was complaining about the age difference with Murphy and friggin' Aaliyah because I'm like, it's a it's a storyline. Grow the fuck up. And also, if you want me to do this test when he was with Stacy Keeler, right? You yeah. remember who he went out with in real life after that? After that, no. Kelly Kelly. He was in his mid-30s, and she was 19 at the time, 20. What about Mike Knox? How old was he? Oh, when Mike Knox was with Kelly Kelly in the storyline? Yeah, he must have been like 30-something. He was too. like late 20s, early 30s, yeah. You, people, I mean, com- people not complain about the exhibitionist. It, it is a bit of a gap, but let's face it, they're both legal. Yes. Stop it. They are adults. <laughs> oh. It's like Paige all over again. Wait, oh, wait a minute now. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I'm not <laughs> talking about Pornhub, Paige. Okay, I was about to say, <laughs> man. Wait a minute. Friggin' Xavier and friggin' Brad Maddox over here, that friggin' oh, guy. Fuck boy. him. Fucking Brad Maddox. Fuck, um, fucking now, Braun Strowman demands a match. Um... On Raw Underground, even though we don't have Raw Underground this week for some reason. Somebody contracted COVID. Hello, Braun. Where you been? I don't... Hey, Braun's an anti-masker. He don't care. I don't wear the mask. <laughs> Did somebody get these hands? Um, Adam Pearce offers him an exhibition. <laughs> what is it? Which what is... the hell is that, Adam? I mean, we know what an exhibition is because we do promo exhibitions, but a wrestling match exhibition... Isn't every wrestling match an exhibition? Um, <laughs> it's basically an unsanctioned match, uh, which Keith Lee volunteers for, and later shock horror ends in a DQ. How can an unsanctioned match end in a DQ? Uh, wait, hold on, wait a minute. What? Exactly. They had a exhibition, but it was an unsanctioned exhibition, and friggin' it ended in a DQ. Well, no, count, well, out. Sorry, count out. It was a count out, yeah. Count out. Thank you. Double count out. Oh, okay, because that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Braun tackled Keith Lee right into uh, through the barricade, and then they brawled, and then Keith Lee, they all both fell out. They did the dive off the stage together. So now there's your new feud, Braun Strowman and Keith Lee. That's How, fine. I don't mind that. How many Keith Lee matches have ended in a DQ or a count out since he's been on Raw? Hey, man. A lot. And then it's like, how many songs can you make about a booty like a thousand? But yeah, no, I mean, Keith Lee and Braun Strowman going to get this pounding. And what happened was, I mean, you got Keith Lee and Braun Strowman. You got these towering, these powerful masses of human beings. Dare I say, Gorilla Monsoon, the irresistible force and the movable object. But it's cool, man. You got the athletic Keith Lee, the athletic Braun. I'm all about it. I'm about it, about it. But, you know, we'll see how it goes to hell in the cell. I, I get it. You want to make him look good, so you don't want him to take any losses. So how about letting him win a few matches? Hey man, I've hated. Nah, we don't do that shit. No, we don't. But yeah. I've hated Keith Lee ever since we've to, gone uh, to the main. To quote Chadwick Boseman, we don't do that here. No, mm-hmm. and I love Keith Lee, but ever since he's come to the main roster, friggin' taking his music, taking yeah. friggin' where was he wearing a singlet? Now I can't do it. A very small singlet for a man his size. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Well, speaking of statistics, one thing we forgot to say. Um... Mm-hmm. Apollo Crews this week Apollo? was in his 15th straight match against a member of the Hurt Business. Oh, my God. And that's just on Raw because they're not on pay-per-views because we're not doing house shows. Yeah. I'm tired of that for you, too. 
I'm sorry. I'm tired of everybody's feud. They keep wrestling everybody. Like, okay, we're going to have this form of tag match. Again, we're going to have this six woman with the same people with the women. Again. Yeah. And we're going to have Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Again. We should just title this episode. Again. Remember when they used to do Raw Rerun? Now every Raw is a rerun. That's true. That is true. So, Kevin Owens, remember when he first came up to the main roster and he had like three or four feuds going on at once? Now he's got two feuds at once, one with Alistair Black and one with mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I thought Bray was funny with singing Friends. It kind of reminded me of fun. <laughs> F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere and every time at all down here in the blue, deep blue sea. Um, so he turned into SpongeBob for a second. I think we finally found something that Bray Wyatt can't do. Sing. Sing. <laughs> I mean, he gave it a good shot. He did. Um, he promised Kevin Owens a special song. Well, bad things happened to him on Friday. Tomorrow on SmackDown. Yes. Uh, Owens refuses to wait, but then gets attacked by Alistair Black. Oh, by the way, his eyes are all good because we saw his eyes. Well, he's I mean, got two eyes. He, yeah, well, he revealed his like blacked out eye last week, didn't he? Well, he's like super bad. You know what I'm saying? My brother, my buddy came from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight, and you will sing, and you will sing good. These eyes are crying. These eyes have seen about enough. That's what Alistair Black is, man. These eyes. <laughs> My cousin came all the way from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight, and you will see. You will see good. That's what he is. Wow. Uh, so- <coughs> fucking pull that one out of the bag. Jesus hey, man, Christ. These Eyes is a classic song. You know you love it, Moses Marquez. Learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. The today's. only time I've ever heard that song is when I've seen that little skinny dude from Superbad attempt to sing it. First of all, don't put some And they're all in there just way too stoned to give a fuck. Put on Michael Sierra. Put some respect on Michael Sierra's name, man. Friggin', uh, Ju- friggin', what's what's her face? Juno, Junie, Juno, whatever Juno, the fuck it yeah. was. Juno. Yeah, thank you. And also, first and foremost, when he gets to the part of "You broke it," Stoner, he stones up. You broke it, and he's friggin' crying. And I'm like, come on, man, you can't write that shit. But it's good. It's good. It's good. Unpopular opinion. I don't like Michael Sierra. What? I'm not Scott Pilgrim versus the world? No. I like that movie. He was good in that one. And that was probably like the only thing I really liked him in. Other than, well, no, that's not true. Uh, his role was hilarious in, uh, was it The Last of Us? No, not The Last of Us. It's a fucking video game. Uh, <laughs> oh, is it the one uh, with Jack Black? No, it's uh, the one that he was in with, uh, with like Seth Rogen and uh, the dude from, uh, what the fuck is that other movie? Uh, She's Out of My League. Wait a minute. He Seth Rogen was in Superbad. Yeah, I'm talking about the one like where the world ends and all the celebrities are oh like, dying and shit. This is the end. There you go. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> oh, uh, all right. At the end in heaven, dancing everybody back streets back. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no more boy bands. <laughs> We've already up. done Justin Timberlake. You can tell me shut the fuck up, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Mike. Save that shit for pop culture history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Captain FM. No, we, no, we don't do it on Captain FM. Hell no. <laughs> we raise Hell a middle no. finger to songs about lollipops on that show. Lollipop, no. lollipop. Okay, go back to the wrong. All right, so we reach 10 p.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. UK time, and it's time for the apology. 
I can't believe we are, they actually put it in the corner of the screen like a countdown clock. There's a deadline they to an apology. Down to the apology, like he's friggin' the millennium again, like fucking Jericho debuting. <laughs> they counted down to the apology. Oh boy. Um, Murphy attacks Rollins because he refuses to apologize, and then Rollins is on his knees begging, and finally does apologize to Aaliyah, looking round like she's gonna jump out of the crowd wherever you are. Aaliyah, I'm sorry. Aaliyah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Murphy then makes the mistakes of makes the mistakes makes the mistake of dropping the candlestick and Rollins just jumps him and then he gets his ass kicked with the candlestick leaving Aaliyah to come out to defend Murphy which your family ain't happy about Dominic's like what are you doing after everything that he's doing what are you doing keep walking Aaliyah keep walking and I'm like okay all right Telling the sister to keep on walking. Keep on walking. Keep on trucking. I mean, it's one of the things where I look at it like this, man. I'm looking forward to Murphy and Seth Rollins just because I know it's going to be a great match. It's getting close to Shane McMahon, Triple H. Uh, Where's Tess? Triple H. Where's Tess? Shane McMahon, Tess, Tess Stephanie. <clears throat> Where's the lover like, or lever stipulation? You know what? Was <laughs> Shane just pounding on Tess going, You will never. You will never ever. You will never. You will never yes. ever. You will never, ever, ne- ever, Never ever. watch Shane. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Then there's Shane McMahon jumping off the cage onto the Mean Street Posse. Yeah. Yeah, 99. Good times. Good times. Uh, and finally, we've already talked about Ali. Uh, oh, actually, there is one more thing to talk about. But first, the women's tag team title match. Shane had just pretty much destroyed Ruby's arm for the whole match. Um yeah. It was, it was a very dangerous-looking knee strike. I'm surprised Ruby's nose wasn't busted from it. Uh, and then tapped out. And then gets choked out. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm interested to see where they go now with Shane and Nia Jax, just because I like seeing them fight over who the leader of the team is. It cracks me up. Riot Squad just got molly whopped. First and foremost, stop stealing my goddamn word. I heard what happened last week with the royalties. Now it's all good. But yes, they got Molly Watt. Friggin', that was a friggin' squash, man. Just friggin' putting the boots and the kicks and the knees to Ruby Riot. Then she chokes out and gets friggin' passes out and taps out to the Carafuda clutch. Oh, it was vicious. I mean, yeah, it was a squash, but they dragged it out. So it was Ruby just getting creamed. What the hell did Ruby Riot do, man? I could understand if it was Lana, but what the hell did Ruby Riot do with this? Unless they're actually going to split up the Riot Squad again and have one of them go to SmackDown or whatever. No, I mean, I get it. Um, you can see Liv as more of a victim having to watch Ruby get mauled. Yeah, true. I mean, who, who's next for friggin' Shane and I to go against friggin' Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke? Oh, good. Good. Well, it sure as hell ain't Natalana. The boat. <laughs> the boat. The boat. Uh, so, yeah, finally, six-man tag main event. Surprise, surprise. Orton pins McIntyre after the RKO. <clears throat> um, and yeah, that, that that was pretty much it. I just thought it was a lame finish. They should have closed the show with a retribution reveal, which was the segment before this. Well, that's the thing. It was all mishmash because I'm like, like you stated, it should have been the friggin' main event. But what they do is the typical main event of, okay, we know Randy Orton's going to pin Drew in this to, you know, build up to Hell in a Cell. And the fact that, you know, I put on those night vision goggles and I could, <laughs> that's what cracked me up about his thing. Cause he's like, I put on those night vision goggles. Who are you going to call? Randy Orton. I ain't afraid of a ghost. You know what? The funny thing. 
NXT was the only show with a good main event this week. I didn't yes. really care for the Impact main event, which we'll get to in a minute. I didn't really care for the AEW main event, which we'll get to later on. But yeah, it was a bad week for main events. Uh, Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, the Promo Bowl enters the finals. And the last three matches of the tournament to decide who challenges the Demoness in the four-way microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. Ah, Moses Marquez versus Chris Maldonado. Then on October 22nd, it's the current knowledge champion, the Phoenix, versus Chris Durham. And finally, on October 29th, Cypher made good on his second chance and will face Alexander Rowan. Three out of those six will be going to promo series to challenge for the promo championship. 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 Moses Marquez, you are back next week, my friend. Back next week with a vengeance. That was some BS if I can say so myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I really liked this promo. I felt like I had a lot more heat, but it showed for once that you can win via your score, but the votes can uh, not play in your favor. Yeah, it's, it's never occurred to us before because the points have never been different to the judge's majority decision. Well, so, you see, I'm not a normal man, so you can't count me for 25%. I'm like one, you know, 33%. Okay, let's get okay. into some Scott Steiner territory. I'm about to say, are you doing <laughs> Scott Steiner math over there? <laughs> yeah. Come for the king, you best not miss. Max Wilson presents Promo Series 5 Anime Lines, November 19th. Go to maxdressinguk.weebly.com for more information. Well, if you're the shape, show me something. Maybe a couple of years ago I could have. But look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, but I cut promos with this hand. Okay, Impact Wrestling this week kicked off with Brian Myers versus Tommy Dreamer. Um, to be, actually, before we get started, I still haven't had a chance to see Victory Road. Uh, what I happened? Not yet. Yeah, it uh, was, there was a lot to watch this week. I mean, Takeover was Sunday yeah. as well. So, um, Travis, I know Travis watched the whole show and he said it was very good. I have it saved on the Fight app. Which do you guys have the Fight app? You guys no. can get that on watch on your phone. You want me to send you the link to the Fight app? I can find it. I just don't have it. <laughs> hey man, I'm offering <laughs> Moses. Do you you want to be sent the link to the Fight app? I have the Fight app already. You have the you you missed. I've been trying to get a hold to trying to watch tomorrow H because I know they're coming back slowly but surely. Okay, well, type in Victory Road on the Fight app. It's there. The whole two hours and 49 minutes of the show. Check it out. Um, so Brian Myers was getting frustrated that he couldn't put Tommy Dreamer away. And then finally pulled out a candlestick. stick. Dreamer counters, but Myers plays possum and attacks Dreamer with a stick, getting DQ'd. Everybody's playing with candlesticks. Well, I'll be honest with you. I popped because I, you know me. I love me some Brian Myers. Kurt Hawkins and Tommy yeah. Dreamer doing what he does. But you know what it well, is, I mean, man. It's house. If anybody should play with a Kendo stick, it's Tommy Dreamer. Of course. But man, it's Thank you, sir. Hard may I work. have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? 
friggin' Tommy Dreamer, man, representing the House of Hardcore. You got Brian Myers in God's Country, Long Island, New York. I'm talking about Hicksville, baby, creative pro wrestling, probably one of the best schools on Long Island, minus the NYWC, New York Wrestling Connection, where he also started. But I gotta say, man, it's the battle of friggin' school trainers. It's the battle of mentor and protege. Brian Myers got hired by Tommy Dreamer. Tommy! So, man, I love this view. I mean, not entirely sure where we're going for Bound for Glory because they've already had a couple of matches. Extreme rules. Extreme rules. And the most well, wait, wait, professional... Wait, wait. Old school rules. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it? Yeah, there's nothing old school about a hardcore match. No. If anything, old school is catch as catch can. Catch as yeah, catch. there you go. That's my type of kid down. <laughs> Um, moving backstage, Bravo tells his wedding party that it's costing him a fortune. Hey, Bravo, I could have told you that, pal. Um, <laughs> Falabar takes it upon himself to find some money, and apparently Crazy Steve is 107 years old. Who'd have thunk it? Who, yeah, who'd have thunk it? You're looking good for 107. <laughs> <laughs> and he's blind. I, and he's blind on the left, but he's 107 and blind. I don't even remember what Swinger said to him, but he just turned to him. Dude, I'm 107. No, he called him the young boy. That's he it, said yeah. he's that young boy. Yeah. Young boy over here. Dude, I'm 107. It was great. It was great. <laughs> um, uh, we move on to one of your favorite segments of the week, Mike, which is Defeat Rohit. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. The man is just a great heel. You got Rohit Raju calling anybody. Apparently, he beat Willie Mack at Victory Road. I've not seen the match, but he found a way to beat Willie Mack. Return of the Mack, Mark Morrison. And then friggin' he goes, anybody in the back. And here comes Jordan Grace. And Jordan awesome. Grace friggin' back. Friggin' Backlund bridges him to win the X Division Championship, but he's like, no, 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 no. This is just to defeat the Raheat Challenge. I never said the X Division Championship would be on the line. So now that got himself into the scramble, like it's friggin' Unforgiven 2008. Hell yeah. Where Brian Kendrick was the champ for like five minutes. Never forget Brian Kendrick was WWE champion for five minutes. that pops you the most about that match is the fact that Brian Kendrick was the WWE <laughs> champion for five minutes. But yes, now we got to scramble with uh, Jordan Grace, Chris Bay, yeah. uh, TJP, Trey Miguel, the whole nine. It's going to be good. And Willie Mack. Return of the Mack. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, it, yep. it was It was really well done. Um, I mean, at first I was curious, why is Willie Mack staying at ringside? <laughs> but <laughs> obviously... He was involved in the decision, trying to get the belt off Rohit, and then, of course, Rohit gets rolled up. Uh, and I popped. I thought Jordan Grace was X-Division champion for a minute, but nope. Did you see what people were calling that on social media, by the way, for a brief moment? Oh, what do we got now? Tessa 2.0. Because a woman won the X-Division Stop. championship. They, they did! Nobody calls, nobody calls Tessa China 2.0. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they call her worse things, but that's another story. Hold on a minute, there, they they don't be talking about my lady, man. Is you forgetting Jordan Grace over there? <laughs> Lather it up. Lathering it up, turning on the bathwater like it uh, steaming. You know what I'm talking about? Rose petals in the tub. The whole night. No, I did. This was one of the things that. Uh, thank God for highlight packages. Uh, when I caught this, I was like, "What in the fuck?" How in the hell did she win? And then she just randomly lost. And then this fucking geek like runs away. And I was really confused. But 
oddly yeah. excited. Like, so he goes backstage and, of course, runs into Scott Demore, who, you know, sings his praises and then drops the bomb on him. I kind of think it would have been better if Demore just came out behind Rohit while he was still talking shit on the stage and said, hold on a minute. You know, pulling a William Regal. Now, just a minute. Well, yes. Well, or, yeah. or, well, I mean, it gave him the chance to Scott call him Scotty D, which made me laugh because the first thing <laughs> I thought of was, Scotty Dell! Throw <laughs> uh, me a freaking bone here. Throw me a freaking bone here, yep. Yeah, so six-man scramble <laughs> at Bound for Glory. Um, yeah. I mean, they say scramble, so of course we're expecting the championship scramble type of match. You know what's interesting, though, time when limit. you Jordan? Yes. You know what's interesting about Jordan Grace? One thing to go back to Mr. Moses Marquez over here. Moses Marquez, you were like Pretty Ricky in their song On the Hotline that came out around the 2006-2007 time period. You want to talk about bubbles in the tub when it comes to Jordan Grace. Am I right or am I right? Oh, you're right, my sir. All right. And bubbles ain't the only thing getting blown. Hey. Hey, all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, we're TV 14 now, not TV mature. Sorry. Hey, we said the C word two weeks ago. Live with it. Now, it appears as though Triple XL may be turning heel. They were a little rough on the rascals this week, jumping the bell and pretty much almost tearing Dez in two pieces. Molly whopping him. I mean, Wentz did finally get the tie game with a ton of energy, but an AC accidentally takes down Larry only to get super kicked out of the ring, leaving the Rascals to win with the assisted standing moonsault. That's, is that the name? I'm, that's what I'm calling it. I'm just calling it well, what I, it is. I forget what it's called, but it's really just an, an assisted shooting star press. Yeah, it's not a moonsault. My bad. Hold on, wait a minute. I also got to say this. The way he sold that super kick going out of the ring, he's like, da, da, da. I'm like, what the hell is da, 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 AC Romero? He could have just been like, oh, and then he fell off. But he was like, da, da, da. He sounded like he was bowed up. <laughs> now you know how Travis gets when he gets bowed up and we love you Trav but yeah that's what it is when he gets all bowed up he's like ah and he just gets into his friggin frenzy it's uh so it's the kind of sounds that Ken Shamrock make, makes when he uh, beats up a random person ah! backstage <laughs> as I said it was his own version of I just kick Stan oh yes it was oh well, we'll talk about that when I we get just kick Stan I just that's kick Stan literally calm what it was down, don't tell me to calm down Shamrock's just sitting there quiet and Sammy's like you know, you need to get back to being the old Ken Shamrock. Beat up that guy. That's what he said. Eddie doesn't deserve this. And then all of a sudden he goes crazy and beats him up. Ah! ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he freaking sounded like Eminem. Just lose it. Ah! <laughs> that's what he said. Go crazy. And Ken went that's crazy. That's it. Remix coming. Yes. Ken Shamrock style. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, before we got to that, Fowler managed to find some money by stealing it from Hernandez's water cash. While Hernandez took a shower. <laughs> so, technically, Hernandez is paying for the wedding. Technically speaking, yes. Why Why is he still carrying that wad of cash around? Because he got it like that, Dazzy Dangerously. He's got it like that. Put it in a bank. Cash money. <laughs> it's like that friggin' Floyd Mayweather song when he came in for WrestleMania. Or cash money. Dollar dollar, y'all. Or put it in oh, your mattress or something. Like that reason. He's like, if you don't just put it in the bank. Yes. <laughs> we like to flaunt it, bud. Like to flaunt it, On man. a chain. Like it's some kind of necklace. But you when, never know like, when you got like a street race coming up and you got to pull like a like a fucking uh, Paul Walker. You'd be like, I got 10 grand. I was about to say easy there, Tokyo Drift. There you go. <laughs> um, 
Oh, then we move to poor Rich Swan getting, and we gotta say it again, Molly Watson Molly again Fox. by Eric Young. Do you I mean, who the phys- I'm sorry to cut you off, but do you realize who the physical therapist was? No. That bald guy was Ross Foreman, who does a lot of the media, and he was a former media guy for WCW. He's one of the main guys in uh, Impact Wrestling. Oh, okay, cool. So he's not a real doctor or a physical therapist or a trainer. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, Bound for Glory is like three weeks away. Honestly, at this point, Rich Swan shouldn't have a friggin' leg left. Exactly. Friggin' Eric is like, ah, Swan, you're not gonna make I it mean, to Bound for Glory. Twi- twice was believable, but twice. Come twice. on now. You expect us to believe he's gonna be on in fit enough for a match in three weeks? Supposedly. The, the third time was a little bit overkill, but. You know what they say, Danny Danielson, like three times the charm. I mean, three it, times the charm. I, I just don't get it. I mean, if, if he doesn't get cleared, then what are they going to do? Obviously, they're planning for it. Like, are they planning to replace him anyway, or what? I, I just don't get it. Anyway. I don't either. I don't. Um, quick tag match. Well, not quick. Rosemary and Tyre defeat Kiara and Tasha. Rosemary did the really cool Undertaker slash Bray Wyatt thing, just... Mm. <laughs> yes. Rising up from the dead, basically. Uh, dude, you know what it is about them? They had a great they had a great tag sequence. I really enjoyed Rosemary and Ty as a tag. Uh, yeah, I think it's next week now. We're getting the freeway tag with Havoc and Nevaeh as well. Yes, and I love me some Havoc and Nevaeh too, man. I got to say something, man. Nevaeh and Havoc, it's one of those things where you got someone so big as Havoc and then you got Nevaeh, hey ya, hey ya, hey ya. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. I like it. Who uh, really hasn't been much help to Havoc, but... I mean, what, when you got someone the size of Havoc and then Nevaeh's coming in here like, here, I come to save the day like she's my, the mighty mouse of the team, hey? Yeah, but she hasn't. She keeps losing her singles matches, and they haven't really That's won any tag cool. matches. That's what I'm saying, man. When she goes solo, you know, she just friggin' kills it and loses. But then when they're a tag, they're <laughs> dynamo. Um, we saw more Crazy Steve and Johnny Swinger uh, as they lost to the Dinos because... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I gotta get this out with a straight face. Johnny wanted to hit the Dinas with Steve's monkey, and Steve didn't like it, so he took the monkey back. <laughs> I can't even. You see, he did better than me, because I would have started laughing. He took the monkey back, man. No monkey business. <laughs> no monkey business. When Hey Arnold had monkey man, that was what it made me think of, because he wanted to get his monkey man on and forget the Diener. But Crazy Steve was like, no, no, no. You're not playing with my monkey. Not playing with the monkey. Wow. You got to put down the monkey. (laughs) Put down the monkey. Oh, boy. (laughs) So the Dinas have now accepted the fact that Steve took their beer. Took their beer. Um, Obviously, like we said, we missed Victory Road, but um, they showed us that Deanna pretty much broke Susie's arm. In the knockout title match, and Kylie then lets out her aggression on Kimberly. Hold on, hold on. You guys screwed it up last week because you couldn't get the name of the goddamn song right, and it pissed me off a little bit. And it goes reckless. a little something like I said this. it was reckless. 
I know. Ruthless. Oh. <laughs> ruthless. Ruthless. Well, or did I say it was ruthless? Yes. And she got, she was very ruthless. Well, in that promo, man. I like the furiosity and friggin' putting a mo- Molly Wop on Kimberly. That goddamn Kimberly. Yeah, but she surprised herself by just flooring Kimberly. Hey, man, maybe some of what that Susie, that Sue Young, that darkness is going on to some Kylie Ray, man, getting some vengeance. Ooh. Kai, Kai Young. Kai Young. Kai Young. Yes. I like it. Undead Kylie Ray. Hmm. Undead Kylie Ray. Yep. Uh, uh, see, it doesn't have the same ring to it. You know what I'm saying? Not like ruthless. Well, not like undead. Well, doesn't have the same ring. So to long it. as it ain't Justin Timberlake, I'm good with it. Hey man, you brought that on yourself. You brought that on yourself. I did not. Yeah, you did. Go. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the next segment with Heath and Scott Demore trying to negotiate a contract. They completely disagreed on the terms. Oh, and man, Heath got fired up. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was okay. Now I was talking about uh, Travis just getting all bowed up and how it lingers. That Heath was got bowed, bowed up, up to the tenth degree. So that was bowed up to the tenth degree. Oh, obviously we're. We know Keith had this obscene high demand on his in the contract that he drew up, and Scott Demore was like, "Yeah, no, we're gonna give you this one, and we're gonna work to that one." But and he, he took like, a shot at him jobbing on friggin' Raw and SmackDown and main event and all this yes, stuff. I'm like, did. that's not nice, man. I mean, he had a point, and he was like, "Let's face it. I mean, you're good, but you're not an Olympic gold medalist." Oh, and that friggin' I was like, "Damn, okay." He, you know, the only thing that was missing was Heath. Um, he should have just pointed at the contract he drew up and went, I got 27 kids, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did, however, mention Raw and McIntyre. Is he allowed to do that? Well, he was just saying, hey, my aunt Terry, you want to come here and talk about come? This is the grass is greener on the other side, and you want to tell me to come on over to Impact Wrestling? And now the friggin' deal's off, man. Thanks a lot, Terry. You want to tell me to come to Impact Wrestling when I just wrestled Drew McIntyre on Monday Night Raw? And they gave me a deal. You know they gave me a deal. Yeah, I know they gave you a deal. Well, hell, they gave me a deal, and now you tell me to come over here? Shit. That's roughly what <laughs> Screw you, Terry. I'm a going home. Screw you, Terry. I'm going home. <laughs> the funny thing was, um, it was in Scott Demore's office. And Demore just picks up the contract and went, oh, wait, one more thing. Just throws it all over the place. Papers go everywhere. And he goes, clean up your own damn office. Oh, my God. That was, well, that was great, too, because he's like, clean it up. And he's like, Scott, this is your office. I ain't cleaning this up. You know who they're going to get to clean it up, right? Yes. Brian Myers. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, really, what really. What the hell you ever do with your life, Chip? All you ever did was make a hot daughter. That's it. <laughs> I'm tired of your bull, Chip. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Oof. Uh, EC3, of course, uh, promised a funeral for the TNA title this week, which he did very quickly. It was a very, very quick segment. Um, Just throwing it off over the bridge. A la Stone Cold The Rock. Yes. Friggin' Pagers 316, but his Pagers EC3. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, he should he should have quoted the Rock throwing the smoking skull belt over the bridge. You take this piece of shit and you go to hell. You go to hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or friggin' when Kurt Angle pushed him into the friggin' little mini pool oh. with the friggin' one. I'm sorry, Kurt. Making him cry. You're pathetic, Austin. You're <laughs> pathetic. Making him cry. That throws him into the kiddie pool. Yeah. Wasn't he like when he real? Even though he realized it was a kiddie pool, and he was writhing around, and he goes, "I'm drowning. I can't yes, swim. Did. I'm drowning. Somebody help me!" And friggin' he's crying. I'm drowning. Somebody help me. I mean, that had to be a reference to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, of course. where he falls into the very, very shallow river and thinks he's drowning. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Man, that's another one for Netflix, Robin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, Bound for Glory. He's got to be EC3 versus Moose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that brings us to the main events, which again um, wasn't overly entertaining. Well, I mean, it was all right, but I'm just getting tired of seeing Austin and Fulton main events in every week. Yeah, and I mean, I thought it was a good match with the guns, but I'm just like, all right, you have to have everybody get involved from Gallows and Anderson and, uh, you know, the North and the whole nine. It really sets it up. But, yeah, I think you knew after the whole schmizzaz at the end that the guns were going to get it. Yeah. I mean, I, looking, 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 looking at the card, I can't think of what else should have been invented. But, yeah, just stop with the Ace Austin and Madman Fulton tag team matches every main event. Hey, Nikla right now is fuming. She wants to kill somebody. Take a soul, put Ace Austin's soul in a hole. She's a demoness, man. Friggin' hates Ace Austin. Speaking of Ace Austin, you know what I found out this week? What'd you find out? You know who he's dating? Yeah, the girl, the interviewer chick, Gia Miller. Yeah, I... Okay, apparently it's common knowledge. I only found out this week. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, to be honest, I only found out her name this week. <laughs> Your name is Spook Me. Oh, fuck you, fuck me. <laughs> Twins. Twins, yes. Oh my god. Friggin', they have a name. They have a name for the goddamn, you know, finisher that they do, where it's like the neck breaker and the cross body. And friggin', that pissed me off about uh, Josh Matthews, because they do have a name for it. I think it's like, oh my god, this is going to piss me off, because it's like, you you know what I'm talking about, that neck breaker and that splash that they pinned him with it. I forgot the goddamn name of it, but they do have a name for it. Yeah, you, ex- you expect Josh Matthews to know his shit. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but yeah, I forgot the name of it, but it'll come to me. I think it was Made in Detroit. Or, you know, Made in Detroit. Made in Detroit. That makes sense. Yes, something like that. But yeah, like, come on, Josh. They've only been wrestling for this goddamn company for how many years? You son of a bitch. Oh. Uh, yeah, since 2007, Dazzy, dangerously. Okay, 13 years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, take away a couple of years that they were in Ring of Honor and stuff. That is true. And Alex Shelley got a WWE payday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you may have seen it on our Facebook group this past week. Post to Post returns on November 10th, just over a week before promo series where we will hopefully be able to interview all three finalists. But also, Moses really wanted to win the second chance match just so he could face Alexander Rowan. So he laid down the challenge for an exhibition, Adam Pearce, which the Watchdog graciously accepted. They will go face-to-face on post-to-post. Face-to-face on post-to-post. I like the way you said that. Yeah. 
that he does so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. Your show. We are going to steal the show. I guess it's time for a new order. Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you the light. We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. Your boy, Moses Marquez. Same day, new era. We are the best at this. Max Wrestling Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. And this brings us to the Wednesday Night War. Um, AEW was, of course, celebrating 30 years of Chris Jericho, and NXT was coming off the tales of TakeOver 31, so they both had quite a lot to offer. I'm already mad, and you know why I'm mad. With which... AEW or NXT? NXT. No, NXT. NXT. Because I love Ridge Hollins and I can't stop uh, running. Mm-hmm. And then he gets hurt in the post-match brawl. So, in yep. in the space of three or four days, Ridge Holland just broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly damaged his liver. And Finn Balor, Finn Balor broke his jaw in two places. Mm-hmm. Yep. It ain't ballet. It is not. But you know what? Like I said this morning, if WWE have taught us anything about broken jaws, Finn will be back next week like nothing ever happened. No, it's... I don't think it's like that, though. I think. Like, oh, no, I know it's legit. Just... I know it's legit. I'm just taking yeah. the piss out of WWE. <laughs> you taking the piss? <laughs> you taking the piss? I'm a clown. Do yeah, I amuse piss, you? Yeah, taking the piss, yes. I'm, a, I'm a funny you. guy. I amuse you. <laughs> yes. Um, so Dynamite kicks off with the first ever AEW FTW World Championship defense. I mean, how long has he had that friggin' belt? Uh, Jesus, what, a month now? <laughs> Months? Jesus. Yeah, it was right before the match with Max. Um, Cage defends against Will Hobbs. Um, after the match, Ricky Starks comes into the ring once again. What the fuck you wearing, boy? Hold on, whoa, hold on a minute, man. You just stop it right there with Rick and Ricky Starks, man. I want to burn his wardrobe. He's yeah. wearing shoes with no socks. He's channeling his Again. Don Johnson. Don He's Johnson. got like a freaking Hawaiian shirt, half tucked in, half tucked out. Into his chinos. Just He's trying to be Tubbs. He could be Ricardo Tubbs. Kiss yourself for me. Fucking Miami Vice my ass. <laughs> I know. It's it's sacrilege to one of the greatest shows of the 80s. Yes. So after the match, Taz praises Hobbs and offers him an ultimatum. Basically, join us or die. Fucking you know what Taz Palpatine over there. Yes, it's friggin' just another victim. It's friggin' beat me if you can, survive if I let you. Pretty much what he said is, you can either join us or you can roam willy-nilly, Hobbs. And you know what? <laughs> he might roam willy-nilly or he might not. I, uh, I kind of think Ricky Starks has got some PTSD from skateboards, though, because as soon as Darby Allen showed up, they were out of the ring. Yes. Yeah, especially after that bump. <laughs> Jesus. Like, do you he, like he's... Will Hobbs, by the way? I meant to ask you guys. I'm sorry to cut you off. But Will you guys, do you guys actually yeah. like Will Hobbs? Definitely see some potential. Yeah. You know where he actually came from? I think he did some indie stuff for Future Stars of Wrestling, where a lot of people came from, like Chris Bay, Killer Cross, and all these people. Ooh, that's a nice class. Yeah, buddy. Eli Drake, too. Yep. So, uh, we are 
blessed with the appearance of several celebrities to pay tribute to Chris Jericho. The first batch consists of Slash, Dennis Miller, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, mm. uh, and then of course Papa Jericho. And then Jericho. <laughs> and then Bully Ray drinks some bubbly and raises the devil horns. Drinking on the job, I see. Does he have a job right now? Yeah, oh, yeah he was doing the podcast. Yeah, busted open radio. I mean, it... I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You're in the studio. I'm getting hammered. I'm like, All right. <laughs> okay, so he basically pulled a phoenix drinking on the podcast. There you yes. go. <laughs> Friggin', you know what? I, I'm not. I don't have a drinking problem. I swear. Okay, Phoenix. It's when 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. Friggin', I'm I'm on the show with you guys. It's friggin' 11 a.m. He's burping. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. I swear I don't have a problem. You know that's. You know what I gotta say to Phoenix about that? The Nile's not just a river in Egypt, Phoenix. The Nile is not just a river in Egypt. And you know I love you. And you friggin' call the group chat by accident with your drunk self. And you got myself, Trippy Wolf, and Corey laughing at your ass and telling you that it's okay, Phoenix. I'm sorry, guys. I hit the wrong button. Yeah, no shit you did, you son of a bitch. Friggin' rising from the ashes. You were definitely rising on something, Phoenix. Craig. All I'm saying is, if you pour Jack Daniels in the Nile, he's drinking from it. I mean, to be be honest, maybe I would too. Hey, all right there, (laughs) Al. Uh, okay, so meanwhile on NXT, they kick off with Tommaso Ciampa versus Kushida. Yes. Oh, this was great. It's a bomb burner. Uh, but unfortunately, it ends in a DQ after interference from Velveteen Dream. No, I'm not emphasizing the last four letters of Velveteen. Um, <laughs> Kushida fights him off. <laughs> I'm surprised he even made it after Sunday. Yeah. Kushida damn near killed him. Yeah, he beat the shit out of him for a while, and it was awesome. Stop it. He's already dead. Yeah, so, but he shows up on Wednesday night like nothing happened. Like nothing, man. Like nothing. What the fuck are they drinking in WWE? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, go to work. You, you know may what? have just got the shit kicked out of you. My arm, my arm. Oh, he's all back together. You know what they got in the back of the performance center is those frozen baths that they had him wanted. Yes. They heal the you in skin. 24 hours. Yes, or that friggin' frozen bat that Brock Lesnar was sitting in when he was training to go against the Rockets on Slam oh. too. Damn. Fuck that Running shit. with the log down the road? Hell yeah. Yeah, running with a log, fair enough, but no, no ice bath. He loves him some ice baths, man. What's wrong with an ice bath? Nothing's wrong with an ice bath. Shrinkage. I'm just saying Brock Lesnar loves him some ice baths. Shrinkage, Shrinkage is what's wrong with it. Shrinkage. <laughs> Give it about 30 minutes when you get down, you'll be all right. <laughs> Hey, 30 minutes is all it takes. And $20 is $20. <laughs> um, obviously, we saw Ember Moon make her return at TakeOver, um, which was, was completely unexpected as far as I was concerned. I never would have guessed that that motorcycle video package thing was Ember Moon. Me either. I was thinking it was Bo Dallas or one of the guys, but I mean, after a while, also, well, it kind of makes sense because they weren't doing anything with her, and I know she was injured, but before that, when she was on SmackDown, she was just sitting in the back, friggin' reading shit and not doing a goddamn thing. So, I mean, it makes sense to put her back on NXT and get her and Tony Storm in the mix for the NXT Championship, Women's Championship. I love it. Yeah, I, uh, I like the repackaging. 
I dig um, it, man. So she makes a return speech, but's confronted by Io Shirai. Uh, then Rhea interrupts, and she pretty much immediately gets attacked by Dakota and Raquel Diaz. Regal books attack match for the main event, but then we get backstage, and they're like, Io, why didn't you help? And she just says, you're not my problem. I love her one-liner. I love her one-liner. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Dassey Dangerously, Gonzalez, not Diaz. Who? Oh, Raquel Diaz is Eddie's daughter. My bad. Yeah, that's Shaw Guerrero, man. What you doing? What you do? I, I, what Raquel, you Raquel, tomato, tomato. Yes. Raquel Gonzalez. And also, they're both Mexican names. Give me a break. Hey, man, you're like hey. the <laughs> stepfather in there. You know what I'm saying? Not I'm saying like potato, st- tomato over here, right? <laughs> yes. you're, you're like the stepfather from 2009, not the originals from the 80s. You're like, who am I here again? Because he had so many identities after he killed the family and left them all alone. Who am I here again? That's what you just did right there. That's dangerously who the, am I here the again? The family man's on TV. Is that the one with the alien? No, that's American guy. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Drake Maverick informs his, quote, tag partner, Killian Dane, that they have a match booked against the Walmart Young Bucks. Oh, that's the ever right. That's ever right for people who don't get it. And Parker and Martell, yes. It's so blatant. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Killian isn't happy about that. Then he doesn't even like the cheesy music that Drake picked. God, but that was so funny there when Drake was walking <laughs> up the ramp. Well, you're going to love the music. <laughs> Danger like cut the music. What the hell was that? So what you don't like it? No. <laughs> you know what's idiot. gonna happen, right? You know what's gonna happen. You know so down the line they're gonna win the tag title. I was just gonna say, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm loving them as a tag team. Every week it just Drake getting beat up by his own tag team partner. Um it's funny. He, and how... it's funny because he's little and he's a big angry guy. It's just funny. <laughs> It's the little English guy getting beat up by the friggin' Irish guy. The big, hairy Irish guy. The big, hairy Irish guy. Here's the thing. Okay, funny story very quickly. We were watching the Drew McIntyre documentary, and he was all kept, and Killian Dame was wearing, like, the button-down shirt and looking all nice. And my mom and dad are like, who is that? And I'm like, Killian Dame. That's Killian Dame because they're used to Harry (laughs) McHarry over there. Uh, he, He scrubs up well. Scrub a dub dub in the tub. Uh, so the match the match ends by Dane power bombing Maverick onto the pin for the win. Onto the pin for the win. That they were full of rhymes this week. Um, Drake wanted to dance to celebrate, but again just gets dropped by Dane. But then we had a really nice moment where Dane kind of went, "Shit, I feel bad now." Picks up Drake and carries him out of the ring. See, I like that. You know what that reminds me of? When Bubba Ray Dudley, when he would win, remember when he was the hardcore champion and he freaking won and then all of a sudden he would be all serious and then he starts dancing, freaking getting his groove on, getting jiggy with it, nah, 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 nah. Remember when Bubba Ray Dudley used to dance when he was a hardcore champ? Oh, Bully Ray in the baseball shirts and shorts. Yup, 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 yup. The birth, really, of Calfzilla. <laughs> yes. Calfzilla. I love that. Look at these calves every week. I, that was always what I used to look for. Look at these calves. Look at these calves. Get a shot of these calves. <coughs> That's what it was. So, we also know next week now that Best Friends will challenge FTR for the Tag Team Championships. Say yeah. Say yeah. 
Yeah, I made the mistake of calling them the revival last week. Oh well, it's, it's the damn um, name. But don't call it the friggin' revolt because Travis will have a heart attack. It's not the You'll upset Caleb with a K. Caleb, I love Caleb. All right, I'm gonna just say this right now because I wasn't all last week. I love Caleb with a K. It cracks me up every time because he was like, you know, she she feels like you're not helping me, but hey, you got this. You know, just heal up. You got this. Friggin Caleb with a K. It's it's growing on me, and I'm digging Caleb with a K. Um, Young Bucks also. Yeah, they were on TV the same time as the Walmart Young Bucks. Um, super kick a cameraman backstage, and neither of them have enough money to pay him compensation. They feel all bad. They just keep paying <laughs> people for getting kicked in the face. It's like, I want to fly to Florida now. They're like, oh, shit. What's that, about 10 grand? You got? I ain't got my wallet on me. Shit. Sorry. Sorry. He's <laughs> getting your check the next week. It's got an extra bonus. Oh, what the hell? I mean, I can That's what they need to do. They need to like show like the cameraman like showing off his check. What's this extra line? <laughs> this Young this, Bucks compensation. This is pretty much the basis of the Young Bucks heel turn. They just have money to burn, so they're using it to kick people in the face. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I need more Tony Khan getting involved with this thing. I need them throwing money at him. Oh, what if they super kick Tony Khan on TV? I'm waiting Ooh, for that. Go nuts. Like, Tony Khan's got a white claw in his hand as well, and the white claw goes everywhere. Bam! Okay, you spilled the, the white claw, now you're done fucked up. It's like, now the ring's sticky. It would be even funny if they actually give money to Tony Khan like he needs it. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> like, here you go, Tony. Excuse me, what? Here, here's here's ten, 10 grand for kicking your face. I had that for breakfast this morning. I hate like I, I woke up and that was just like on my nightstand like spare change. <laughs> yeah. I got ten grand from the tooth fairy. <laughs> um, the next round of celebrities paying tribute to Chris Jericho were Shaquille O'Neal, Gene Simmons, uh, Don Callis. Shaq, what the fuck Shaq had to do with anything? Oh, oh, hold on, Shaq, minute, Shaq jumped punches. ship. Hold on a second. Oh, that's right, because he's he's uh, he's on the uh, NBA one, so he's all about it. That's right. I did see him try to wrestle uh, 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 Charles show. Barkley. No, wait. Hold on a second. No, no, no. Like in that the during NBA. Okay. You know what makes sense about that? Remember when he was the guest host of Raw and he called Chris Jericho Chrissy, and then him and the Big Show had that little tussle. <laughs> God, I don't Chrissy. remember that small little itty bitty stuff. Itty bitty bitch. And <laughs> great one for me was Lars Ulrich. Oh yeah, uh, he was cool. And then, of course, DDP. DDP. Uh, all right, before we get into the next match, let's go back to NXT for a second because the Garganos find a new TV left for them by Indy Hartwell. See, I'm all about that because Indy Hartwell has a lot of potential, and I think she'll do well with Candice. And it's also gives something for Indy Hartwell to do because I know they're very hot, big on her. Yeah, um, how long have they been married? Because Candice was very, very calm about the fact that Johnny was like, I like this girl. Well, first and foremost, he called her a goof. Before that, he called her a goof. Then all of a sudden, they like her. Yeah, Candice wasn't at all suspicious that another woman bought her husband a TV. So why creep? Just creep. Yeah, so it starts, ladies, beware. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying the marriage thing. It's a work. <laughs> it's a work. It's a work. They've been married since 2016. Yeah. Crazy. Um. 
so there's also a USB left for the TV, and when they plug it in, they uh, find out that in the this is actually very good foreshadowing that nobody noticed. Uh, Indy was actually protecting Candace in the Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So it's like we had no idea at the time, but if we go back and watch the Battle Royal now, we'd be like, oh shit, yeah. There it is. Leonardo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> um, okay, so the next match on Dynamite, which should have been the main event, was the dog collar match and. It took yes. about took about five minutes for Cody to bleed. <laughs> if and that. bleed he did. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, it was a bloody affair. Um the only thing for me was Brody starts bleeding during the break and also unfortunately during the break was the table bump. I think that's what caused him to bleed. I don't know how, but it's also nice of AEW to like spray paint their whole logo over the tables. <laughs> Like, this yeah, is our smart, table. This says AEW, damn it. AEW tables merchandise. I, I'd buy it. Yeah, it's all right with me. It's your <laughs> table. Did you see the social media brief outrage about this match? Did you guys hear about that? No. no. Okay. So friggin' everybody, and there was a lot of people, some of them were very pissed that Cody won it again because it's like, oh, oh he's Triple H from 2003. I know, because he keeps winning the belt back. Why has Cody got to be on top, damn it? It's the mid-card yeah. belt. I know, but that's what they're saying. Of course, the executive vice president has the belt again. Derp, derp, derp. Oh, God. Okay, don't play the EVP card because the last time I checked, one dude that was running the ship walked out with the world championship and cut a promo on the same fucking people in the back. Bro. Also, that, that EVP very unselfishly, very early on, booked himself to never be able to challenge for the world championship. So The world title. The real championship everybody wants. Not this fucking flimsy TNT I showed Marvel movies all day thing. Also, can we just stop ignoring the fact that Cody's over as fuck, so obviously he's going to be in big matches and winning titles? Yeah, I figured I'd share that with you guys so you guys can go on a rant, because I saw a lot of people not... Oh, internet fans can, can get problems. fucked. They're never happy. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great match, and it made sense for Cody to win, so shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Internet! Also, next week, we're getting Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT Championship. Hey, don't fucking complain about that shit either. That's going to be great. It's going to be a very good match. I love how they set it up as well, just like, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. Um, Alright, also they announced Wardlow, Cook Cabana, and Hangman Page have been an added to the World Title Tournament, which Kenny Omega reacted to very civilly, I may say. Much better than Hangman reacted to the news that Omega was in the tournament last week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Will you guys Kenny see does not give a shit. No. Who do you guys see winning that tournament? I don't think it's going to be Omega and Page, because huh? they got that stuff to go forth. Go ahead. No, it's gotta be. It's gotta come down to Hangman and Omega. You think? And then one of them's gonna face Moxley. Yeah, I think it's All Hangman's right, I, time. I feel like Hangman's gonna. He's gonna get close, and he might lose to uh, a guy I don't think should go this far. But I don't know why. I feel like this is gonna be the main um, Scorpio Sky and, and, and Kenny Omega. Is going to be like the final in my mind. I don't know why I feel Scorpio Sky. But well, I, and I also 
I also think it's, and I like his build, but I think it's too soon for Wardlow, and they still are teasing Wardlow and MJF. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that idea, too. Yeah, but yeah, it's way too early. Yeah. And you guys think MJF's going to join the inner circle? No. Okay. No, not after no, this. Because we'll get to the final segment in a minute, but not because after this. Because there's week. only one Sammy in the inner circle, and he cannot be replaced by an MJF. Can I just say something right now? Sure. Fuck Guevara. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, what's wrong with Sammy just... Guevara? All right, he just, he annoys me. He has that punchable face, and, and the fact uh-huh. that he can't, uh, yeah, and he can't sing worth the damn, which, duh. But it just, I don't know, man, there's just something about that kid, man. He's going to hurt somebody. Yeah, he's got a lot to learn, but I like him. He's entertaining. That is true, but also I'm going to say this right now. He can't just be riding Chris Jericho's coattails all the damn time. I can get down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. All right. So. Uh. Yeah. We talked about Ridge Holland, unfortunately breaking his leg. Um. But first, Austin Fury squashes poor Leon Ruff. Oh, and they just signed that kid. They just signed him. They signed Chainsaw Joe Gacy. They signed Brandy Lauren. They signed Retro Anthony Green. So pretty much they signed the Evolve roster. Yeah. Basically. Um, the only, I don't mean to jump into this, the only person that stood, I, mean, I know all those Evolve wrestlers that were on there, but the only dude that stood out to me was Jacob Casper. I'm like, holy shit, who, do you guys know who Jacob Casper is? No. Who is Jacob Casper? He's the assistant head wrestling coach for Duke University. Oh, wow. He's a okay. former two-time uh, All-American, won, uh, won the ACC heavyweight, champ- heavyweight championship in 2017. He was one of the better heavyweights, like of the of the twenty tens, like he was he was an outstanding wrestler. So when I saw that, I was like, "Holy crap!" He's given up like a seventy something thousand dollar coaching job to try pro wrestling. So it's gonna be cool. Yes, he's the assistant coach, like he just said, Duke University in twenty seventeen. You are correct. Big time yeah. money. All right. Um, well, after uh, Leon Ruff gets squashed. Theory is challenged by Dexter Loomis, who chokes him out, um, but immediately gets attacked by Cameron Grimes. Creep farm. Oh, yeah, straight to the moon with the creep farm. That was a nasty fucking knee strike. Again, nasty knee strike. Also, they made it look like on the replay that Loomis had all the time in the world to move out of the way because he's just staring at Cameron Grimes coming towards him. <laughs> You're a freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're a freak. <laughs> there, there was a lot of jump attacks this week. Not, not just on NXT. There was a few jump attacks everywhere. Um, but I digress. So, yeah. So, then we get the next match, which was Rich Holland and Danny Birch. Uh, Danny Birch just got his ass kicked. And, oh. What, you mean Oni Lorcan? Well, no, Danny Birch got his ass kicked, and then only Larkin tries to defend Danny Birch, but he gets attacked. Oh, sorry, and yeah, my, he got his ass kicked. Through the whole attack, Danny Birch still hasn't moved. No, oh, yes. you, he was fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> he dead. Him dead. Him dead. <laughs> um, I mean, Oni did, I mean, give put up a good fight. Um, I mean, after diving into the outside the ring, Holland gets straight back up, throws him in, and then takes his friggin' head off. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to miss that music if he's like, I know he's hurt, hurt, but I'm going to miss that. And you can't stop running. Mm-hmm. It's just the little things, man. It's the little nuances, man. You can't stop running. Mm-hmm. That friggin' theme song, man. Yeah. Um, Shotzi got a win over Zia Lee, And as we saw on TakeOver, she's going to be hosting NXT Halloween Havoc. It's going to be good. Ain't it funny that ever since AEW came into fruition, NXT have been bringing back these NXT pay- uh, WCW pay-per-views? Because mm-hmm. they can't use them. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we had war games before, but, you know, it just seems like there's more and more now. Well, I, I figure they would eventually do Halloween Havoc, and because it's, you know, right, you know, we're in finally in October, well, if I they... guess it, it fits the bill. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's just another episode of NXT, though. Um, but, I mean, if they were actually wanting to do a TakeOver-style event called Halloween Havoc, they could have done it on Halloween because it's on a Saturday this year. Which, Fuckers. can I just say one thing? Well, let's face it, we're not, we're not doing anything else this Halloween. That was what I was going to say. Like, here in the U.S., how many little sons of bitches you think they're going to have come trick-or-treat here with all this COVID shit coming on, you know? Oh, they ain't going to be saying trick-or-treat. They're going to be saying track and trace. There you go. Like, Ooh. Moses, I'll be honest with you there, sir. As a parent and as a well, someone who has kids, because you got kids, damn it. We all know this. Mr. Heath Slater. I got kids. Yes. <laughs> so, so, I mean, how many trick-or-treaters you think we're going to have this year? But not a lot because of what's going on. All right, well, then I'll just quickly give you the, the plans. The plan is to go to the uh, families, the, one of the families' house. Mm-hmm. They have a very nice gated community neighborhood. It's one of those, uh, what is it, the uh, housing authority kind of shits? Yeah. Yes. So everybody knows everybody, and they're, do, they're planning an entire thing where uh, they've incorporated what they're calling uh, candy shoots, which is just fucking PVC piping. And so with the most of the, all the parents are going to do is they're going to get candy. They're going to wear gloves. They're going to stay on top of their porch. They're going to shoot you candy through this little chute. Ah, I think so I I'm saw like, something okay, about that. Is... I, thought, I thought it was just like a fantasy thing. No, but I'm, that's really cool. That's actually happening. Well, I mean, they, cause the idea well, we've gone here the last couple of years, it's, it's a fucking very rich community. So we get all kinds of like king size candies and shit. It's good shit, especially for the parents. Good shit. Uh, every now and again, you'll hit a corner and there's fucking parents making drinks. Yes, free alcoholic beverages. Love these people sometimes. Yes, I'm talking to you, Jan. You make a hell of a margarita. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just, out last, year, last year was fun. Just saying, last year was fun. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's it's like, come on now. Like, when we were kids, did you, like, we had all those scares too. You got to check the candy, to do the this, the don't stay out too late. We were out until fucking 10, 11 o'clock at night. We didn't give a shit. But now, and I understand it more, so it's like I'm really liking that people are willing to take precaution just so they can enjoy this whole thing. You know, it's meant for the kids to have a good day and good time. And trust me, if there's anybody who could use some stress relief, it's these fucking kids. Yeah, exactly. Won't somebody think of the children? Trust me, these people's is. And I <laughs> will be too. And I don't know. I, I had thought about doing like the bowl thing outside of my apartment. Just like, just take. Yeah, just me. take it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of little kids, and that's a, you know what I mean, close proximity of the whole thing. I don't want to be yeah, that guy yeah. that, like, starts something. You know, oh, we, need, we need a t-shirt gun. 
There you go. Yes. There's some candy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the route we're going this year is we're just going to have the bowl. But I think we're also kind of reconsidering it because so many, you know, the kids. But, yeah, we'll think about it. But, yeah, right now we're going the bowl route. Just here, take the candy. Take the candy. Take yum, 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 in your tummy. Don't care how I want it now. Veruca Salt. Is he dangerous? <laughs> Well, they know they're even like they even like that little fat son of a bitch, Augustus. Augustus, no! He's fucking <laughs> and he falls through the fucking tube. He's in the chocolate. That little fat pudgy bastard, Augustus. I've never laughed so hard at somebody yelling, "That fat son of a bitch!" He's going to be turned into fudge. <laughs> no, he'll never make it through that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, fucking hell. Okay. Uh, the final batch of celebrities to pay tribute to Chris Jericho consisted of Lance Storm, being serious for a minute, uh, Kevin Smith, Eli Roth, uh, Gabriel Iglesias with Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> what the fuck? Fluffy. Well, he's a big wrestling fan. Fluffy. I had no idea. Yeah, you he's can tell he, you can tell he's a big wrestling fan. He had Chavo Guerrero on video call. And he's been on Raw before. Uh, Steel Panther were funny. Because then he was like, wait a minute, he's a wrestler? <laughs> um, Ultimo Dragon. And then oh, yeah. finally, Paul Stanley. Yes. Paul Stanley. Good shit. Funny that they didn't have uh, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons in the same video package, but okay. Right. <laughs> they should have had Bischoff. Yes. But, I mean, obviously, Jericho knows a lot of rock stars. Well, yeah. He's a rock star, damn it. He's a rock star. waiting for Kenny G to come on there, because that was one of his episodes. He interviewed Kenny G. Kenny G, yes. Um, All right, so NXT, as we said earlier, well, as I said earlier, had the only satisfying main event of the week for me, which was Rhea and Ember Moon picking up the win over Dakota and Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, finally, good new entrance music in WWE, Ember Moon. I don't know if it was by Death Rebel. I highly doubt it was because it was actually good. It was good. You didn't like, you didn't like the old, good? You didn't like the old one where it was just, uh, you remember Ember's Oh, no, no, I like your old music. It's just the fact that this is the first time in a long time somebody in WWE has had new music and it's actually good. You mean not like Alistair Black's new music? Ugh. Uh, he picked that apparently. He did. Yeah, well, I mean, he had a hand in it, but maybe he picked the actual theme. But the intro sucks. It's Alistair sucks. Black. Alistair Black. It's worse than well. I will say it's worse than Baron Corbin's, but uh, Jim Johnson did that one. Yes, but it reminds me of Disaster Movie when you have Alvin and the Chipmunks and they're singing all Christmas songs happy, then all of a sudden they turn into. I like, hate rock. those I movies. I hate them. Evil Death in the Garden, Death in the Garden. Yes, Ugh. I know. Yeah, you know. I was waiting for that. It's like you movies. hate vampires suck in all those movies. Yeah, I enjoyed like the first two scary movies and every other spoof movie after that. I hated the date movie, you especially. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Wait a minute, man. You mean to tell me that you hated Scary Movie Three? Yeah, I didn't hate it, but it was just eh. Well, when you got to Scary Movie 4, when they're talking about War of the Worlds and stuff, it was a little too much. Nah, the aliens are pissing out of their fingertips. Yes, this, this is what happened. You should see how we pee. Psst. 
You and I are not so like Leslie Nielsen peeing out his finger. Hello. Oh, boy. Come on, man. Oh, baby Jesus. The tag match ends with a sick eclipse from Ember Moon. She's been working on that fucking thing. Love it. You know what that move used to be called on the indies when she was Athena? Is it something to do with a moon? No. Okay. It was called the O-Face, but you can't use that on WWE. Okay. Yeah, you definitely can't use that in, uh, in WWE. And that was also the name of that whack-ass bar that was on Bar Rescue that John Taffer walked away she from. She hit her with the O-Face. Yes. She hit her with the O-Face and she ain't getting up. The O-Face. Wow. The O-Face. All right. Um, not really happy with myself for having to say this, but AEW had the worst main event of the week, uh, which of course was Jericho and Hager versus Luther and Serpentico. Well, uh, I'm gonna say this right now. I understood why he did it because him and Doctor Luther are boys. Well, not just that. Um, Luther's first wrestling match was a loss to Chris Jericho in '91, I believe. Was this during their FMW days in Japan, I think? Yeah. No, no, it was in Calgary. Oh, okay. This is Oh, when they were in Stu Hart's dungeon. All right. Yeah. Wrong time period. Go ahead. And this is the thing. I'm, I'm sorry, but Lufa does not belong on Dynamite, much less in the main event. And sure as hell doesn't belong on the top rope. No. This dude's slipping and sliding and... I mean, you fucking can't even climb him, let alone... And he's, like, scared that he's up there. I'm like, what are you doing up there? Yeah, I mean, at no point last night would I have believed this guy was trained in the Heart Dungeon. Hell no. I get it, he's 51, he's out of shape, so just... No more main events, please. What the fuck are you doing, buddy? They're already starting that, man, because here's what's... So didn't somebody do, like, a comparison of Hulk Hogan at 51 in 2002 and look at Jericho in 2020? I'm like, that's kind of unfair, man. Well, I mean, look at Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. That's Sting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Jericho is love just, you no. Know, I love him too. But yeah, Jericho, buffet tables, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, chips. and then it somehow got worse. The post-match speech uh, was interrupted by MJF. Wardlow almost jumps the gun, revealing the clown. He's <laughs> like, MJF turns his back and he's like, okay, Wardlow, I'm going to start counting down. And the fucking cloth's already half off and we can see the likes. Wardlow's like, shit, put it back on, put it back on. <laughs> um, and it's a clown. With another gift, which is a framed a photo of him. the walls of Jericho thing. <laughs> I fucking laughed. I just love how he completely no-sold getting the picture smashed over his head. Oh, yeah. Now he didn't even budge and then took, like, the stiffest fucking elbow shot you've ever seen. I think, like, yeah. I think Jericho legit just fucking was like, you know what? This is for not selling that fucking painting. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a Judas effect, motherfucker. Because he fucking hit the shit out of this fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, that was probably the quickest spin I've seen him do as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did also say he hates clowns. <laughs> He's all, yeah, I hate clowns. I'm like, wait, what? Even though he dressed like Doink the Clown back in 01 against William Regal, remember that? Yeah, but he didn't have to look at himself. 
Yeah, this is true. Facts. This is, this is true. Um, the heels join them in the ring. MGF, MGF airplane hugs Sammy Guevara, who just completely also no sells. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Put me down. <laughs> Don't touch me. What the fuck, MJF? <laughs> It was just a completely weird and awkward ending. And then, of course, we get the um, SNL credits directed by Chris Jericho, produced by Chris Jericho, cameras by Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, very strange. All right. Next week is the anniversary show of Dynamite. So hopefully, I'm guessing Cody... Cassidy will be the main event, and maybe the heel turn from Cody. What about Moxley and Archer? Yeah, I mean, if Moxley and Archer isn't the main event, then we know we're definitely going to get something big in the TNT title match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it feels like it's been a long time since Promo Slam, but let's face it, it's been a long ash year. But we are getting closer to promo series 5 Enemy Lines, our next special event on November 19th. As we've already mentioned, the Demoness will defend the promo championship against the three promo bowl finalists in the microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. See, you get that twice this week. Um, in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet, the Phoenix will defend the Knowledge Championship against Alex Dorio, followed by the Demoness, and challenger number three, Moses Marquez. Pop Culture Collides as co-hosts Britney Savage and Mike Larkin go one-on-one in a promo exhibition. And you know when Larkin comes around, you need a whole freaking gallery for the exhibition. Hey man, it's pop culture, (laughs) it's seriousness, it's a whole lot of awesomeness. And then I got a great tag team partner, a great tango, a great opponent, and the one and only Miss Britney Savage. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm guessing there will be Justin Timberlake references. Uh, maybe some Backstreet Boys too. You know what I'm saying? First, yeah, all right. Well, first and foremost, man, come on, man. You know what we talk about. You know it's the late '90s. It's what we got. We got choreography. We got. I got some shirts ready. I'm ready to do a fucking routine. It's a goddamn talent show, is Wiz. Fucking routine. Fucking routine. You spice yeah, up our lives is what you do. Goddamn right, man. Friggin' say you'll be there. Friggin' the whole. Oh, I'll night. be there. Right. I'll be hosting it. Uh, stop right now thank you very much Des Dangerously but yeah no I mean you got half of a talent show of pop culture then you got seriousness because somebody else could be savage there too Miss Brittany so yeah oh yeah. We, we know you could be savage Mike fuck yes um, but that's not all for the first time ever El Jefe Moses Marquez steps up to face the shape in a promo duel Ooh, and there probably will be no boy band references in that one First now I gotta foremost, totally make one. First and foremost, Blazing Squad, no, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously, those are your boys. I still friggin' cringe every time I see that because they uh. killed the classic and the goddamn Crossroads, man. Are you gonna swear it all over again like Westlife? Are you gonna friggin' you know do the whole nine there? He's those got them all. Boys. He's got them all. Listen to him. He's got them all. Hey, man, I do. Friggin' five up in there <laughs> when the lights go out. Slam dunk the funk. Don't act like you don't like five, man. Five was the shit over there in the UK. Yeah, well, finally, I'm going to mm, bop, bop, bop the way to the predictions title for Survivor <laughs> Series. <laughs> um, congratulations to Harold Hunter and Robert Davis, and now Mikey five times on five capturing time the predictions champ, title. Baby. 
Uh, but before we get to Survivor Series, we've got to get past Bound for Glory in two weeks. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so for more information on Promo Series 5, go to matchwrestlinguk.weebly.com. It's time for some real cowboy shit. Y'all come back now, you hear? And we're going to see you there. But it's time for us to bid you adieu for this week. So before we go, remember to like and follow Match Wrestling on Facebook and Match Wrestling UK on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Cast Bizarre! Lee. Lee. And if that wasn't enough, you can always find us on Wrestling with Wrestling, the YouTube channel of Andre Corbeil. You yeah. can find me on the old Twitter machine at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA ninety two, and Twitch don't make your dick itch. So don't be a wanker, and check out Anchor with Smart Mac Radio. Yeah, it's right. I appreciate the plugs all the time because they're just so just so fluent with them. It's lovely. Um, I had mentioned retro shows earlier in this show. They have been a complete and total jumble to get by. Let me just tell you that. Um, one will be dropping tomorrow. That's right. You're going to get the special Friday edition of Retro Rewind. And then Monday, I'm dropping the night. I'm calling the Nitro Sandwich. It's September 2nd, Nitro. And then we, because uh, that was, they went alone, unopposed. And then it was that following week. So it's going to be the standalone Nitro and then Raw and Nitro like normal. I want to say our next pay-per-view is going to be in your house, I believe. Which uh, in your house, not international. Interested? In, uh, whichever the one that Sean and HBK go at it. That's all I know. Sean and HBK. That's the same person, Moses Marquez. Oh, sorry. Uh, but Sean and Mankind. <laughs> oh, the friggin' uh, in in your house mind games. There you go, mind games. That's what I was thinking of. It's... I'm I'm more focused oh, on Frawl Ball and and and. Focused on 1996's Halloween Havoc. I mean, to be fair, in 94, we had Undertaker versus Undertaker. That is true. true. Well, hold on, man. You're not just going to gloss over the fact that that is one of the greatest matches of all time in Shawn Michaels and Mankind. At I wouldn't gloss. I'm just saying, man, don't gloss over Shawn Michaels and Mankind. Don't sleep on it. Don't trip potato chip emoism. I'll have to definitely. Well, like I said, I, I'm, now that you bring it up like that, I'm going to probably be a little bit more excited going into it. But, like, I'm... I'm itching for halloween havoc in 96 because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to go down i think it's like what is it hall uh was it savage and and hogan and then you have uh what was the other big one uh oh yeah benoit and and sullivan they're gonna yep. fuck kill it go all over the goddamn place oh shit the toilet that guy's peeing they're in the bathroom and then you also got friggin watch the sick bump that mankind takes through the announce table you know what bump i'm talking about Daz? from like, sure i do Mind games. Oh, yeah. Well, then there we go. All right. And Mike, who you been talking to? All right. Well, first and foremost, it's kind of been a slow week, but I did do two guest spots, which will be coming out soon. I was just on Ella J's podcast, a wrestling gal podcast, talking about the bout with Brittany, talk about Max wrestling, talk about wrestling in general, and have a fun conversation with Ella. I also did my friend Kylie McDonald, the host of the New York Lottery pod, uh, and her podcast, Chapter 20-something, talk about my journey through podcasts and what I do and how I do it. And also, I just had the new episode of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are for LFC with LFC Pro- 
prospect Shelby Paris. We talked about some MMA. We talked about some wrestling. We talked about some LFC, and we talked about her career in the adult entertainment industry. So it was a good week, and you can check me out at SM Show One MCL ninety two Pop underscore Culture underscore Pop on in on a uh, Twitter underscore pod and also impact rewind for you impact wrestling fans out there wrestling wrestling.com Steven Mike show.com and soundcloud.com slash MC Larkin 92 boom there you go and unfortunately there's one person you won't be talking to who's that old Rachel Riley Dude, you know, you have to bring that up on the damn show, man. I was already bummed because I'm like, all right, well, man, I've been talking. I mean, it's full circle because you discovered Rachel Riley on this show. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. But I'm already bummed, man, because I'm like, all right, it's I've been wanting to do this for three years, and I finally got the courage to do it. And friggin', I emailed the agent, and she's not doing podcast interviews right now. She rarely does them, but thank you for thinking of me. Rachel, to quote Eric Matthews of Boy Meets World, I wanted to speak to Rachel. <laughs> Well, we'll put out a hashtag. Uh, I don't know. Rachel! Mike, Mike for Rachel. <laughs> hashtag Rachel in all caps. Yeah. Rachel! <laughs> uh, next thing, you get a call from Jennifer Anderson. Hello? Hello. <laughs> Do you know anything about wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I can't even, bro. All right, next week the promo ball returns for Moses Marquez versus Chris Maldonado, and that is the first of the three final matches. That, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye, Mwah! and good night. Rachel! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>